All right, all right, all right. What is up? What is up, YouTube boxing family? It is uh, K right here. I'm back out with another good live stream for you guys today. Um, yeah, let's get right into it, man. I'll be uh, having uh, another professional fighter by the name of uh, Can uh, Camila Panada. Uh, she's a fighter based out of Italy. Uh, I think she's a professional fighter right now. Uh, I think she's two on one, but um. Yeah, uh, she's um like a, she's a pretty decent fighter. Um, I uh, figured I you know uh, tap talk with her, you know, on the panel today, try to see you know what like you know um, why she get in or got into boxing, and just have like a regular conversation. Um, she'll be coming on in a couple minutes, so in the meantime, I'll just be talking about you know about the fights that happened previously in the past. Uh, with um, Atifo Barrelton and uh, uh, Mr. Atem Rusev, and then obviously David Stevens knocking out Sean Hempel. Uh, that was a really terrific fight. Um, amazing performance. Um, yeah, let me talk about that because, like, I, I would dive in deeper about Kira Tapia and her performance, and uh, you know, the main event, Jasmine Artiga beating. Um, Ashley Sicente, so I think um, you know it's kind of fair to even put it put it in that principle because either way, um, you know it, it like it makes all the sense in the world to even you know like uh, talk about you know how uh, you know these cards really played out and what it, and and what purpose you know that it had meant to even bring up. Oh, uh, Camilla actually joined. All right, um, here we go, guys. Hey, how's it going? Good, you? Pretty good, you? Uh, thank you for coming through. Oh, you're welcome. You know, I don't speak very good English, but I, I'll do my best. Oh, no, no. I can speak better Spanish. Uh, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, like, I wish I could actually be fluent in it. Like, I could, I could probably do better, but... Yeah, um... Yeah, first of all, just speak me slow and I can understand you. If you start to speak like slang English, no, I can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it simplistic as possible. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, okay. Yeah, first of all, thank you for coming through. Um just tell the audience who you are and how'd you get into boxing. <laughs> thank you. Uh I was going to say, like, uh, could you tell the audience, like, um, how'd you get into boxing? Yes. What? Sorry? Yeah, yeah like, I asked, could you, could you, um, like, um, explain to the audience how'd you get into boxing? Like, how'd you get into the sport? Why or who? How? 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I started boxing, like, uh, 10 years ago. Uh, the beginning I started just to keep me shape, uh, to change my lifestyle, was like a joke, no? Not for real. And then uh, when I stepped into the ring the first time, I felt so well, so good. And if, I think, uh, I thought that's what I want to do. So at the beginning I started boxing to losing weight and... And then I didn't talk anymore about losing weight and staying in shape, but just boxing and was like a drug for me. And then I got this passion and I start boxing every day, everywhere. <laughs> and that's it. I never stopped. After 10 years, uh, I have to, to be frank, it's no fun like the beginning, but is something that I can't stop. It's something that uh, I, I I love. So also the day that I, I don't I don't really feel good on the gym because I don't want to go, I go, and uh, I I do my job and I'm back at home. Maybe I don't do my hundred percent, but I do my best for that day. Can you understand me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you speak, you know, really good, decent English. I mean, it's better than most, you know, immigrants in the. Oh, thank you. States, but, uh... Yeah, no. To 
uh, when I uh, when I moved in Florida like three years ago, I didn't speak nothing of English, nothing for real. And oh, then wow. uh, I had to learn English because I had a I, I bought a restaurant, so I was working every day with my <clears throat> employers or my customers. So I had to learn English, but in the gym, my gym is, uh, <clears throat> my coach is uh, from Puerto Rico. And to me, it's better speaking Spanish because it's more similar to Italian. So in the gym, I always speak Spanish with my teammates and with my coach. But at work, I always spoke um, English. So I didn't practice too much my English, but it's only three years. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, like I um, had like that same problem with like my grandfather. Um, he, like um, he was from Puerto Rico, and you know he couldn't understand most of what the things that I was telling him until he got better. So. So you, your grandfather is from Puerto Rico, and you don't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, because like I like um, I was raised in like a Black American household, so I like I was never brought into it a lot. So I like I actually taught like you know taught myself back in high school how to speak. Yeah. It. But like I just never use it because it's just not common um, in the states, you know. Um, nationwide. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Um, I was gonna follow up with another question, like you know, with like all the experience that you had, like, could you explain to the audience about like your amateur pedigree? You know, how did that come about? Yes. Okay. Mm, well. I started boxing in Italy, where the professional boxer is not really a, a big business in Italy. There are much more amateur fighters than professionals. So I, uh, since I was in Italy, I always just fought like amateur in Italian championship tournaments, regular show, and I never thought about going pro. Because there are no manager, no promotion, no money, no nothing. There is no um, a business, uh, no, no box industry. So just uh, only when I moved in Florida, I started thinking about going pro because everybody around me saying, why you don't go in pro? It's been a long time. You're doing boxing. You're good. You're a good fighter. You should have to go in pro. And then I start to think about this possible possibility to go in pro, but not for money, just for uh, because it's what I love is just to do something more for boxing, no? And uh, so I start to change my boxing style since when I was in Italy, or, or Italian boxing style is more amateur, so just touch, touch, and move a lot movement. Uh, no power, just speed and explosivity, but not too much. Uh, um, it's like, uh, you know, it's nine minutes of fight. In nine minutes, you have to give everything. So it's a lot of, a lot of punches, but no good punches. So when I moved, my coach, uh, which is Javier Santeno, he, the first day I stepped into the, into the gym, he told me, you have to change your style. You definitely have to change your style. So I had to forget everything I know, I knew about boxing. And then I start again to learn new things, like stay seat on the punches, turn your hips to the punches. Uh, I didn't even know how to throw a good hook, right? I'm in South Pole, so a good right hook. I didn't even know this. I was just doing that. So I completely changed my boxing style, which is a good thing because it's something new that I learned. And uh, now I can say I feel much more comfortable. But, um, you know, to, to me, it's something different. Amateur and professional are like two different sports. Uh, it's incredible, but if you have a good uh, uh, a good uh, amateur style, uh, amateur experience, uh, you can use it in professional. But it can't let you be uh, a good fighter, you know. 
what I mean? You need that, um, you need um, uh, a good things. You need a, a, a professional boxing school to be a good professional fighter. So a different technique. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But to me, uh, when um, when I when I start to learn the new things, it was looks like uh, uh, if I never did boxing before. It was like oh my god! So was everything was new. Also, if I was in boxing uh, since seven years, so I say well, it's impossible until now. What what I did until now? What so? I didn't know nothing, but no, now, right now that I feel comfortable in both styles, I can mix it up and use sometimes my amateur style when I have like a short fighter that coming follow, follow me, or uh, I can stay sit when I need to stay sit. So that's good. But I think uh, if I never move, move the, to Florida, I will never be, be in pro. Yeah, um, I think I think as far as your style goes, like, because uh, I did like a lot of research on on your fights, and um, I think you already had the professional style, you know, base there. But I think you know coming over to let the states is like you know is like a really great move just to get like your international experience from like all over let the world competing. Yes, and they had. I had the the pleasure to move around uh, with the best boxer in the world, like uh, Katie Taylor. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did spar with her. She's amazing. <laughs> you know, I don't have to tell you it, but you know. Yeah, I was, I was there. I was there at Madison Square Garden on my birthday. So you know. Oh yeah. Me yeah, too. Like, I was there too. <laughs> she yeah, did spar with. Me. I um I ran into so many fighters there and you know like I was just telling them you know like I was like super like ecstatic you know to you know to go and you know like I like ran to like to like to like a lot of you know very nice people there. Yes. So I I also in Florida I used to train with Christina Cruz, which is another uh, uh, excellent boxer. She's um, amazing and. Um, so from her I learned a lot of a lot of things. Just watching her, how she used to train, or she what she used to do, and try to to learn. Also just watching, no practice. Uh, then I moved with Kiria Tapia. I moved a lot of fighters from uh, around the world, uh, from female fighters, of course, <laughs> and. To me, it was a something big that I mean, I had the possibility to measure my level to see what which is my level. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as you know, what you know inspired you to come over to the states to get better? Did like uh, did you have any like worries of like coming over to like understand, you know, how to like adjust, you know, with any fighting style like did you did you like learn internally through like you know through like the coaching system that got you better what sorry i didn't understand yeah like i was saying that when you came over to america did you did you have a bit of fears coming over to 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 transition your style while you were working on it over here uh what do you mean like over uh, so what are you asking me about uh, boxing style sorry yeah yeah like um when you made the decision to move over here to the yes. states did you did you have any concerns coming over to to think that everything that you planned out to come over here to get better was it like you know worth the investment to get better like did you did you yes no to be honest I moved there because my mom, she she lived there. So I always came to visiting my mom. And um, before to move there, I used to came in Florida like uh, two, thrice by, by here. 
and stay there two months, three months, and then back in Italy, also because I was like tourist and they didn't have any visa, so I came just to vacation. And I had another gym. I was training in um, uh, Stacy um, Stacy Boxing Gym in Florida, uh, um, which with my old coach, which is a uh, male. Right now he's no more with us because he's died like uh, the day that I got the visa to move in Florida, he died. So when I moved there, uh, I was like, okay, I have to start everything again because during my short travel in Italy, in, in, in Florida, uh, I, mm, I grew my leader world over there like my gym, my friends, my teammates. Uh, then when he, he died, I, I felt like, okay, I feel bad. I felt really bad for, for him because I loved him so much. And then uh, I say, okay, I have to find something different to do right now. Another gym, another place to stay, people that can stay with me. Was everything new, no? So uh, I got my visa because I, uh, I bought a restaurant in Florida and uh, I came there, I started working and I found uh, uh, this other gym, which is a sweat box in Davy. And I start to working out with my new coach. And uh, yes, I think uh, Florida is better than Italy for many different things. Uh, for boxing, first of all, yeah. for uh, the um, the weather, <laughs> I love the the Florida weather, and then uh, the lifestyle is different. I mean, we we like Italian. We we take the life like slowly. We we enjoy to take coffee at home with friends and. It's like less pressure. In when I was in Florida, everything was fast. Like I spent three hours there, over there, looks like three months, because I was always working, 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 working. I don't, I didn't have, uh, he, I didn't ha had even a time to go out with my friends because I was always working, and also when I, uh, when I, for example. Uh, if I had the, if I, oh my God, uh, if I was thinking to go out to, to do shopping, it was impossible to me. I had only the time to do shopping online and uh, I, I got all my new stuff for two years, like new, because I didn't use it. I was working and I see American people, they pass like, they, they need the coffee, they go to the, Starbucks, they drive, and they got by the coffee by drive, no? They don't even stop to take a coffee, enjoy the coffee. It's, it's something different. I don't like it. I miss my my family. I miss my friends when I'm in Florida, but I think it's uh, the better way to me to, to, to live because life is not only taking coffee or stay with your friends, but it's also work, uh, work out uh, and do your things. So I put my priority behind my, my priority and necessity behind my like uh, relax and simple things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, no, I don't know if you can understand what I'm saying. No, 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 like, um, you're speaking, you know, really good, decent English, like, like, I'm, I can, I can, I can understand it, no worries. <laughs> yeah, I hope the, the other people can understand what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying that there are some things from Florida that I love more than Italy, and there are some things from Italy uh, that I love more than Florida, but if I put Italy and Florida... I believe, I think Florida is better than Italy to live, to stay, to to work out, for everything. Yeah, uh, that's interesting that you say that because, um, you know, a lot of people that 
you know, I've ran into, you know, ever since I moved here because I've been to Florida many times, but like as far as like, you know, I'm like I'm living down here, I can I could see like your point of view, like a lot of, you know, migrants that come over, uh, they have a lot more interest to bring their skills and labor to actually be more, um, you know, comfortable, you know, in Florida, because, you know, like I assume in other you know, countries that are not doing good economically compared to like, the um, United States, it's um, it's a lot more difficult to get by financially. But um, can... yeah, but also for me to be being, uh, if you see, I did the, all my professional. I'm doing my professional career in Mexico since uh, I spent like two years waiting for my pro debut in USA. But since I I did all my amateur career. In Italy, no one was able to help me. So at last, after four times, they canceled my fight. Uh, I've been in Mexico and I did my pro debut over there. And in one year, I had the, I did four fights in one year. I was supposed to do six, but I had two problems for two times. So I didn't do six fights and I did only four. But you know, uh, it's difficult to do your pro debut in uh, USA if you don't have uh, an amateur career over there. Just connection with the promoter. Yes, because uh, uh, or you have a, a good amateur career, like you've been a world champion or European champion, or you won something important. So at this time, some promoters are interesting on you. Also, if you come from any part of the world, but you have a good um, uh, background, amateur background. But if you don't have like uh, a world title in amateur or a, a European title, it's really hard to you to find a promoter that is interesting on investing money on your professional career yeah um i was gonna ask about your professional career like um what are you doing right now to 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 you know continue your career so i right now i'm blocked in italy because i'm waiting for my new visa because i switched the visa i did before i was a owner of a restaurant but I was going crazy working in a restaurant. Restaurant was getting busy every day and uh, I was with no help. I was alone in the kitchen. I just had the help of my mom. So at the last I say I, I need to sell it because uh, three years of work in a restaurant looks like 30 years uh, in another <laughs> job. <laughs> so I sold the restaurant and then uh, I had to switch my visa in um in a, uh, at P1, in a visa P1, which is an athlete visa. And now I'm waiting uh, for the response of the immigration. I hope they will give me it because I have a promotion, a USA promotion, which is sponsorized me. So I hope they, they will help me. They will give me the visa. And if they do, I am supposed to back in Florida in March. But oh, nice. in the meantime, uh, my promoter, my manager told me I can fight in Mexico in May. Sure, for sure, I will fight in May in Mexico. And probably if the lawyer will tell me that I can get the visa also in, uh, in Mexico, I can go earlier in Mexico so I can fight in March too, March and May. I hope so. It's up to me because in Mexico there are a lot of possibility to fight. So if I stay there, I can fight each each month with no problem. There are a lot of fighters over there, and there are a lot of show. Yeah, like I, I just uh, yeah, I will I uh, I will fight until my thirty five years old. At thirty five, I will stop. That's my limit. I put my limit at 35 years old. So on these last four years, I have to do everything. I will fight like I never did before. 
Yeah, um, I was going to ask, like, could it be possible to gain citizenship in America? And then after that, you could start fighting, like, nationwide and then transfer all those fights down to Mexico if you can't get any fights, you know, um, um, in America? What? Sorry? I said, could it be possible if you could apply for citizenship in America and then if you are approved, can you can you get that experience in for your fights and then transfer that experience down to Mexico to uh, to try to get more visa, you know, sponsorship down there? No, the, the problem is that since I have no visa right now, I can't fight in... Uh, uh, in USA, so I can only fight in Mexico. Until I don't I don't get the USA visa, I I will be able only to fight in Mexico. Then, when I have the visa for USA, I can also fight in uh, USA. Yeah, but can you can you like apply to become like a citizen? Can you can you? Uh, like I said no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Or maybe just if I will be undisputed world champion or something like that. I think so. (laughs) But I don't think so. I mean, uh, I I think you have to be like like Katie Taylor to get a a citizen or green card or something like that. I mean, it's it's not easy. But... You know, I I don't think about it. I just want to be there and training well and do my my fight and stay focused on the fight because in Italy it's not even easy to me to stay focused because my family, my friends, uh, food. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I I do my workout, but it's not the same things like when you tra- when when you're working out in a gym where are only professional fighters, and the workout is different. Here is full of amateur fighters, so it's me that I have to stay on the other um, workout. Like my friends workout, they used to to fight in three minutes round, three rounds, so. If there there are the possibility to me to get sixth round sparring is good, but it's like always four rounds, five, but it's impossible. It's difficult here. In the last two years, something is changing in the last two years because a lot of fighters from Italy are going pro, but it's still really far from uh, the. Um, American reality. Yeah, becoming like an actual hotbed for more competition. Yeah, but it's not... The good things in Italy is that the fighters, the boxers, they do boxing for passion, for real, because there are no money. So they they work in the morning, work in the afternoon, in the night time, they go to the gym, they working out in the gym, and then they go to fight, and they get like... 500 euro for a fight. Yeah, that's terrible, man. That's horrible. Yes, they do boxing just for passion. And this is what I love about uh, Italian boxing, uh, which is no no business. There are no too much there is not too much business in, uh, in the boxing industry in Italy. Um so less business, more passion. In USA, you see a lot of fighters going pro just to get money. And uh, that's no good. Yeah, like I was going to ask, in regards to the finances and boxing, like, is it like, is it really difficult to try to like get a good contract for, for like those big money fights that you want? Yes, it's difficult. <laughs> to me, right now, it's still early. Uh, maybe I I have only four fights, so maybe I have to wait a little bit more. But for sure, it's less than a man. The, the men boxers, uh, they have to wait much more time than a woman. Uh, but I think in the last year, women boxing uh, is different. They start to pay more. They start to 
after the Serrano-Taylor fight, things are changed. So the uh, promoters start to looking for women and to um, they start to promote the female fights. So things are changing right now. But to me, it's still early to get a good uh, fight contract. I hope it will happen at the end of this year after many fights. Yeah, because I think the problem with uh, female boxing is that not a lot of women are standing up to try to get more money because um, I think they're trying to hide behind the promoters to think that, you know, it's going to get better. But if they like if no one's, you know, speaking up against it to revolutionize against it, then that's how that the cycle is going to continue. But I but I believe like like um, if I like you as a fighter and I want to pay my money into you directly you should get it versus the promoter giving it to you. So I think that if we as a fan base could like actually get together and localize <laughs> that, that financial support to a fighter like yourself, I think that would help you grow. And, you know, we could start like a grassroots, you know, community to support, you know, the fighters that, you know, that we like, you know, so like, for example, like, you know, let's just say if black American talent were to come like, like I were to, to uh, come uh, come to a uh, and they were to have their events in like certain black American cities like Atlanta, Georgia, New Orleans, um, Louisiana, like those places, right? If we like those fighters and we like those athletes coming to those events, we should put our money to those athletes directly. So I think for that, ex like uh, for that model, if we like certain people that we want to see, like yourself, we should put that money to you and those events should be held a lot more consistently Hello? you grow. I uh, can't hear you. Oh, um, uh, try coming out and getting back in. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Now I can hear you, but I lost your connection. Yeah, yeah. Can, you, uh, like, uh, can you hear me? Um, yes, right now, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I was just saying that, you know, to further that point, like, if people like, you know, certain athletes in whatever sport that they like, for example, with boxing, like, if, you know, if I like you as a fighter and I want to put my money down for you, then we should have, like, a grassroots localized community to support the fighters that we like. So, therefore you know, the financial gain can be bigger for women's boxing in that manner. Because like, you know, if you're, Yeah, if you're, this is a nice thing. This is, it will be nice. But, you know, some mm, some fighters, they used to do GoFundMe to get money to finance the boxing, uh, their boxing career. Because like me, they have no support from promoters so they have to pay everything when i was supposed uh, supposing to um fight in usa i was paying everything like lot fee my opponent the flight hotel um the hotel for the coach opponent the flight for the coach opponent uh everything which is like three thousand dollars and i had to work to get my to save my money and pay for my fight and at the last they canceled me for time the fight so at last say okay bye USA I have to go in Mexico in Mexico uh, with thousand uh, uh, dollars you can f hello yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay yeah. with a thousand dollars you can pay your uh, your flight. Get your opponent, pay your slot fee, food for you, food for your opponent, food for your family, for your, the family opponent. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's different. So it will be nice if regular people can support the, uh, the fighters that they think they deserve it. But it's not so easy. That's why most of the fighters try to find sponsors. Yeah, like financial yeah. services or financial sponsorships. 
Yeah, I'm trying to get a sponsor, but it's it's impossible. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how it, it's work. I see my friends, they get sponsored everywhere. <laughs> then when I ask for a sponsor, they say, oh, I don't know, uh, maybe no. That's right. I don't even like to go around and ask for a sponsor because it looks like if I'm going to ask for money, which is the truth, but uh, it's something that I need to, to improve my career. Also, because in Mexico, I don't even get paid so much. It's Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. It's worse, yeah, worse that. than Italy. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's not good. Um, I was going to say, like, you know, in a perfect world, like, if boxing was that mega paid sport, like all the other major sports here in America, like, Theoretically, would you not be concerned about money? Would you be more concerned about legacy to be successful for what you want to do? If if boxing, sorry, if boxing was a mega paid sport like all like all other major sports, you know, in America or worldwide, would you be yeah. more concerned about your legacy rather than money to be successful in in what you're trying to do right now? I mean, uh, I always think boxing is not for life. I mean, you can't be a fighter forever. Uh, there is a time when you have to stop because your body is no more fresh and in shape uh, like before. That's why I say at 35 years old, I think I will stop because right now I just, I already start to feel tired and uh, I know that there are a lot of fresh fighters of 18 years old that they are in the at the beginning of their career and they are good, they're fresh, they're they're in shape. So I don't think you can live forever with boxing. Uh, so. Yes, if eventually boxing is something that pay you a lot, I think you should have to take this money and save this money because it's not forever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's that's what you're asking me? Yeah, I'm yeah. saying, you know, in a perfect world, if you had all the money given to you in the sport, you, you wouldn't care about that, you know, theoretically and like you know would you care more about your legacy to just get all the best fights that you want and then just you know um, retire when everything's done yes but i don't i mean if i get a good fight the i don't think about money i think about good fights because everything i did for boxing until now is just for passion not for money so i need to put the work on and show what i can do and what i can't do but not for money. So if the money comes because it's a good fight, it's okay. But it's not because uh, if they asking me to go to with fight to fight with a good fighter, uh, to me, I don't I don't even see the the money. Yes, it's important, but I don't. The first things I'm happy because wow, they are, they asking me to fight this person, so I'm at this level. So I can fight her. I I have to show my my skills. That's what I'm thinking first. Then I think about the money and everything. But I don't like Italian. I, I I do boxing for passion and not for money. So if they will come, it's okay. If I don't get money, I do like I always did. I will work. In a different yeah. way, not in boxing. Like I'm doing, like uh, until now, I had the restaurant. I was working uh, ten hour by day, and then for three, four hour of workout by day. And working in a restaurant in the kitchen is another workout because you you never stop. You stay there, pa 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 pa. <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> so uh, because. Boxing was my passion, and my job, my job in a restaurant was what I have to do to live. 
One yeah. day when I will never be able, to, uh, will never be able to, to fight and to work out, I have to back in the restaurant or in an office or whatever to get to working to get my money to pay my rent to pay my car to pay my gasoline because boxing don't pay for it right now don't pay if eventually will pay it will never be forever so i will continue to working yeah i was gonna ask in regards to your year uh, what weight class do you fight at, and um, how many how many divisions do you plan on moving up to, to, to try to get titles? Okay, uh, right now I think I can go to fight in heavyweight. <laughs> right now, heavyweight. what heavyweight? <laughs> yes, because I got some weight. Uh, <laughs> that during the Christmas time in Italy. But no, I used to fight in um uh how you say uh 130 pounds uh which is fa- featherweight father father super featherweight uh, super super well yes 130 pounds but it's really hard to me reach this weight oh, okay. so okay. I will keep this weight until I can then I think I will move up uh, on uh, one thirty-five. But right now I can keep it. I do. I do some sacrifice, like <laughs> really restrict restrict diet because I'm I'm also tall. I'm not short, so I'm five five six or five seven. Wow, five five six. Yes, oh, I'm tall, so I. I it's not really easy to me to reach the weight, but I do. It's yeah. part of boxing, no? Doing the sacrifice. But when yeah. I see Michaela Meyer first time in a in a gym, I was like, oh my god, oh you do the weight. <laughs> she's big, she's yeah, tall, she she's taller than me. Yeah, she's not she's not a natural 130 pounder. No, now she move up, but I I think uh, I I talked, okay, she do, I can do easy, really easy, because she's really big, she's strong. (laughs) Yeah, she's only five. She's another of my favorite fighters. Yeah, she's only five foot nine, like, uh, she's like, uh, she's not really that tall, but (laughs) I think she is five foot eight, Mm. five nine. I don't know how tall she she is, but when I saw her in Las Vegas, she was big. And I saw her and I say, "Wow, you're tall." <laughs> she oh, say, okay. "Hello." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not common for women to be that tall in the states. Yeah. Yeah, I like I can I can see the I can see the point there. Um, I was gonna say like, what's the highest weight class do you plan on moving up? For your career, um, like uh, before you, uh, uh, like uh, before you finish boxing. What? What? Um, what's the highest weight class that you can move up to before you finish boxing? Which weight class I will move up until where? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what's the highest weight class you can move up to before you? Um, no, I think. Uh, 130, 135, maximum 135. I will try I will try to be honest to keep my weight on 130 because I feel okay. I feel I feel good. I feel good, especially in Mexico. When I fight in Mexico, they are really short. So to me, fighting a 130, it's a good uh, shoes. Um. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if uh, my body will 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 stay at one thirty for a long time. Yeah, uh, but wait, didn't you tell me that that um you could fight a heavyweight? Yeah, I say heavyweight because uh, <laughs> right now I think I'm one one fifty pounds. So <laughs> yeah, like I thought um I thought heavyweight for females is like one seventy five. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean. I really, I feel, I feel like heavy right now. I feel heavy. I start to do my diet just because I, I, um, I like uh, to when I start my training camp to feel okay. 
if you eat well, you feel well. So it's part of the workout uh, is making a good weight uh, and not just making weight for a fight, but also eating well during your workout. Because uh, if you start to eat, um, what do you say, uh, like uh, fat food, no, uh, junk food, you don't feel good. <laughs> junk food. <laughs> if you eat junk food, it's not good uh, during your workout. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... I don't, I don't even weight my stuff. Like, uh, if I want to eat chicken, I eat my piece of chicken without weight it. Mm, but if I have to make it weight, I also have to count my calorie and everything. Right now, I don't do this. I just keep an eye on what I am eating. I don't eat uh, fried stuff. I don't eat uh, too much bread or junk food, no, junk food. <laughs> candy, <laughs> cookie. No, I have to forget it. Yeah, too many, too I have the full. Uh, I have the full during the Christmas time. Yeah. Um, I, I was gonna ask, like, um, in regards for your career, like, what influence do you want to bring to your audience before it's all said and done for you to finish boxing? What? Sorry, what team? What influence do you want to bring to your fans? You know, when it's all said and done for your career, um, ending in boxing. Uh, for example, what do you mean, uh, influence? Like, after your career is over, like, what, like, uh, what message do you want to bring to the next generation that follows you heading into the future? Wow, I think right now I see every day many different uh, people start boxing. So just I hope they will keep uh, this work. They will continue to working out. Uh, they will not stop at the first, uh, like, um, what you say, delusion. The uh, bad things that imagine. There are some people that they stop boxing after one lost. They say, okay, no, I lost, I stop. No, I I hope uh, people will continue in boxing and working out uh, also after bad things because uh, boxing is uh, uh, is like a um, roller coaster. No, one day you stay up, one day you stay down, one day you stay up down. So it's always full of surprises and. Uh, I I hope boxing one day will be bigger than soccer. I hope that's what I'm I hoping because I I'm I come I come from Italy, which is a small country, but soccer right now is everything in Italy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't like soccer because I I see too many corruption, too many bad things, and. So yeah. Yeah, I hope people will start to choose boxing more than soccer. I hope like if one day I have a baby, I will be mom. Uh, I will try to bring my son or daughter to the boxing gym first than dancing school or soccer the gym just to to see if they want. If they don't want, I, don't, I will not pressing their day. But I hope everybody will do that <laughs> to improve the boxing uh, industry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, yeah, like as far as like, uh, like uh, what you do now, uh, do, you, do you plan to like, you know, bring you know, bring like a bigger influence for any up and coming fighters in Italy to to expand let the you know let the boxing talent more. Do you bring? No, no, like, like, do you plan on bringing a bigger influence to Italian boxing to inspire more fighters to uh, uh, to go pro in the future, or or do you just plan on 
finishing your career and just you know uh, moving on away from boxing? I will. I will love. I would love to working in the boxing industry uh, once uh, I stop boxing. I mean, like manager. That's why I will start again my studying because I want to take my degree and then I want to do a master in uh, sports management to be a manager of sports and try to to put out of the Italian uh, country some talent. We, so I will I, I would love to stay in a boxing industry, like a manager, like a coach, like everything, like Catman, everything. Because boxing is what I did until now, is what I love. So also if I will not be a champion one day, I don't care. I want, I love boxing, so I don't do boxing just to be a champion, champion, or champion. I enjoy the sport. I enjoy every workout. I enjoy everything in a boxing. So uh, if one day uh, I will stop it, uh, I will stop to working out. I will do. I will do something for boxing anyway. So I I'll see. I still don't know exactly what. But I think uh, what I will I would love to do is uh, be being a manager. Oh, nice! That's um, uh, that's very good. Um, I hope you do very well in it, and uh, you know, you know, Thank keep you. Uh, you know, keep spreading influence. Yeah, I think I think that's about it. Like, I just wanted to you know have you on and you know talk you know talk boxing with you. Uh, uh, do you uh, do you have any final words for your audience that looks up to you? What do you? Yeah, yeah. I said, do you uh, do you have any last words to share to your audience that follows? No, you? just to to support my boxing career, and then uh, thank you to to listen me to stay here and, and sorry for my English. <laughs> That's the most important. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, English is fine. <laughs> okay. And thanks to you to give me this possibility. Yeah, anytime. I'm happy to have you on. Like, I'd like to have you back on again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I uh, wish you nothing but, like, uh, nothing but the best. And, uh, oh, um, when's your next fight? Like, again, you said back in March or, or, or May? In May? Right now, for sure, in May. Maybe March, too. I have to speaking uh, with the lawyer for my visa and saying if I will be able to go in Mexico before then February also because when I fight in, in Mexico I fight in uh, Mexico City which is 2500 meters of altitude so I have to go there uh, at last uh, one month before to adapt my body to the altitude so if yeah. I will fight for example in March I have to stay there in February I can't go there uh, a week before the fight oh. <laughs> yeah that's that's the problem in mexico because i used to fight in mexico city if they they organize a boxing show in monterrey which is the on the sea level there is no yeah. problem yeah. but i i used to fight in mexico city so i have to stay in mexico yeah well i'd like to see you fight in florida oh you know uh, i would love it <laughs> Yeah, come out to Tampa or Plant City. I'll definitely go there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, like, I'll go out to the Madison Square Garden, too. Or actually, um, I think, like, I think a perfect venue would, you know, would definitely be the Yankee Stadium. Definitely, definitely yeah. Yankee Stadium. That has yeah, to be it will nice be nice, time. but... You know, Madison Square Garden is a story for boxing. It's a... Um, Yankee Stadium is something new, which is good. It's not bad. But when you go to fight in Madison Square Garden, looks like you did something incredible. Any fighter would love to go fight to go to fight there. Yeah, like I love the Madison Square Garden. It's like a like you know, it feels like a you know, like a basketball game mixed yeah. with like a football game, and it's like super loud and it just gets you know electric. Yeah. Yes, but, um, yes, I know. Anyway, I have to go in the gym right now at four at four here, so in forty minutes. I'm in Italy, okay. so six hour All right. more. Sounds like a plan. Um, I'll see you later. Uh, 
Okay, have a good day. All right, thank you. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for watching this amazing show with Miss Queen uh, Camilla Panada. Um, very good fighter. Uh, very good skill set. Uh, she is uh, currently what th two and one right now? Yeah, she has, or, or actually no, she's three and one. Um, she only has one KO. Um, I think all of her fights have been in Mexico, but yeah. Um, uh, she's a good talent, you know. I, uh, you know, definitely had a good time talking with her. But yeah, be sure to you know support her. You know, like I'll drop her, um, her um, Instagram, you know, in the comment section below. And uh, if you guys want to go check her out, please go check her out. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I'll definitely keep you guys updated with uh, what's going on with her. But yeah, shout out to Camilla, very awesome woman. And uh, hopefully she can bring a title home back to Italy. And, um, yeah, you know, support her down the path. So that's her Instagram link right there. But, yeah, let me uh, give shout-outs to everybody that came through in the comment section. Shout-out to Mr. Just Do Boxing. Thank you for coming through. TWT family in the house. Mike Biggs Boxing. Everybody go subscribe to Mike Biggs Boxing, uh, a.k.a. Mr. OG of YouTube boxing and we got Mr. Jose Diaz out of the good old 305 Miami area. Shout out to Cuba and shout out to Mr. Skywalker boxing. Mr. I'm going to fight on February in border wars. Shout out to Skywalker. That's going to be a lit fight. Um, he'll be fighting on border wars. Um, that's hosted by the boxing voice. So please go, please go check him out. And um, who else did I miss? Think, uh, oh, DP Raka, thank you for coming through. Um, appreciate you guys for coming through. Um, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Uh, thank you guys for you know attending this live. This will be uploaded to the podcast and the main channel as well. So if you guys want to you know take a look at it, go for it. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Shout out to Camilla. Thank you for taking the time and um, you know talking boxing and uh i hope to have her on like so well, thank you oh and um also shout out to bruce gas uh thank you very much bruce i uh, appreciate you for coming through and uh yeah guys uh that's very much it man i hope you guys enjoyed uh this is what i do you know i take a risk to try to get you know certain athletes on and hey who knows you know i could you know i could be having you know patty pimblet on who knows but I don't really care about that. Like, like I don't care about fame. Like, I don't care about the glitz and glamour. I just care about giving you guys what I, you know, have, like, a passion to do. And uh, I just like, you know, spreading philosophy with um, anybody in the sport of uh, boxing and other combat sports or just sports in general. So appreciate you guys for coming through. Be sure to share, like, rate, comment, subscribe, do what you got to do. And, uh, yeah, I'll be coming out with more fire content. I, 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 um, I do have, like, another fighter that, I'm currently, you know, talking with, uh, if you guys don't know his name, his, his name is um, Ahmed Elabai. He's a uh, current light heavyweight fighter um, out of Miami, I believe. And, uh, it, like, if you guys don't know who he is, um, he's that, you know, Egyptian-looking fighter that fought on PBC. Um, he fought, you know, all the best competition. Um, he fought uh, John Pascal and all those guys, but... Yeah, he's a pretty good fighter, and hopefully me and him, you know, if we're going to get it on today, you know, we're going to probably get it done today or, you know, sometime this week. So, yeah, um, uh, thank you guys for coming through, and be sure to like, rate, share, comment, subscribe, do what you got to do, and I'll see you guys later. Thank you very much, and shout out to the mighty, mighty LDBC, TWC family, and I'm out. This is KRAS7435. I'm signing out. Adios, and see you later. Bye. Here's the outro.